Okay, we're live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Thank you for joining us on William Ramsey Investigates on tonight's show. I have a very special guest. His name is Dr. Eric T. Carlstrom, and he was the former emeritus professor of geography at California State University Stanislaus. But I reached out to him because of my interest in the subject of gang stalking, and I know that he had talked about it. And you'll see his website if you're on YouTube right now. He has this one page titled Gang Stalking, Mind Control, and Cults. And what brought it kind of brought it to my attention was after reading an article about what happened in East Germany. And that was uh, if you I think you're like having some reverb, Eric, if you can turn that audio off or maybe it's me. <laughs> but it was from an article about this book, The Gray Men, pursuing the Stasi into the president. And they had gone through and instead of really abducting people and disappearing them, they started really psychologically torturing some of the people in East Germany. And what they would do is go into their house, they would move their belongings, they would call them in the middle of the night, and really a form of uh, psychological harassment. So I asked Eric to be on. He's been gracious enough to oblige and be here tonight. So Dr. Eric Kallstrom, are you there? Very good, William. Thanks for uh, asking me to, to talk about this subject, which is uh, now near and dear to my heart because I have been myself maliciously targeted since 2013. Uh, I was a, a geography professor uh, for 30 years, uh, uh, most recently at California State University, Stanislaus, and uh, retired in 2011 after a 30-year career in physical geography. Um, I have five websites that are gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com, uh, 911nwo.com, naturalclimatechange.org, uh, San Luis Valley Waterwatch.com, and my music website is ericcarlstrom.com. I've always enjoyed playing guitar and recording uh, uh, with guitar, banjo, and piano. But uh, since 2011, I've been in this program, which does have a long, long history, as you mentioned. You mentioned the East German connection, and that, of course, was carried out by the East German communist Stasi's political police. Uh, and they had developed and perfected really a program called Zersetzung, which is a German word for decomposition. How can we systematically destroy the life of a target or enemy of the state um, in a secret manner? And there's a movie about this that's called The Lives of Others. It's a documentary. And it's quite worth watching because uh, East Germans, have, or now they're just Germans, but they're coming to grips with this, this part of their past. But it, it goes back further. It certainly goes back to the Russians, the Soviets, uh, the KBG uh, trained the East German Stasi. And it goes back to the Western countries. NATO, MI6, and the CIA uh, were, were guilty of the same kinds of uh, skullduggery and uh, political murders and torture and terror all over Europe after World War II with the stay-behind armies. And uh, the most famous is Operation Gladio in Italy, in which they, they assassinated uh, uh, Aldo Moro, the prime minister of Italy. And uh, this is a book about that. It's called The, the Political Use of Terrorism in Italy. The puppet, it's called Puppet Masters. And it documents it. There's very, very, it's, it's very well documented. And, and uh, you know, I would recommend or I would, <laughs> I would estimate there's uh, millions and millions of uh, targeted individuals is the name they're given or given. Uh, by the establishment, um, because uh, that's a term that suits their purposes, actually. Uh, and, They'd rather uh, be called targeted individuals than gang stalked. Is that it? 
I see both terms really are coming out of the intelligence agencies. What this is really is counterintelligence stalking or counterterrorism or contract stalking in which civilians and military join together, special operations forces. Uh, it's, it's called many things, the man hunting business, authoritarian political warfare, comprehensive coercion. I mean, I can give you a long, long list of names. Uh, for this, uh, but but my my initial point here is that this has a long track record, and as you had mentioned in our pre-show uh, uh, conversation, Jean Seberg, the beautiful uh, actress, was was tortured to suicide by the FBI and in their COINTELPRO counterintelligence program. Uh, back, she was a civil rights activist, and of course, it was the COINTELPRO that also assassinated uh, Martin Luther King and and uh, Malcolm X and and uh, 28 Black Panthers in one year, uh, 1968. So um, this is a political retribution. This is political targeting. It goes through the Department of Homeland Security and the fusion centers that are run by DHS and FBI. And uh, the- uh, Nobody really mentions anymore, right? Doesn't seem to get a well, lot. This the is fusion all centers post, are- Yeah, this is all post 9-11. Um, it really ramped up with 9-11, and it's all part of 9-11. In fact, 9-11 is all part of this COVID thing, too. If you if you look deeply at the false flag uh, state-sponsored terrorism, uh, uh, such as 9-11, uh, you know, you see that there are many such incidents, you know, the 7-7 bombings and, the, and the, you know, the Boston bombings, et cetera, and Sandy Hook. And these are staged. And we targeted individuals. We have the same... Uh, we're treated to the same lies, spies, setups, and psyops on a daily basis. And if you're in a big city, it must be a nightmare. You might get a hundred of these attacks, psychological attacks a day. They profile your personality. They have all the data on you. And then they, they bring to bear all these different uh, military, uh, military, military psychological operations, weapons, including electronic uh, directed energy weapons and neuro weapons. So uh, the Russians term for this, the Soviets term for this was psychotronics, uh, which is a combination of psychological warfare and electronic warfare. And uh, uh, that's what it is. And that's what it is still today. And so we really have a silent genocide going on now, a silent Holocaust, a massacre, uh, which is flying under the radar because the press refuses to cover it. And because I think Congress basically is complicit. Now, Donald Trump himself was targeted big time around the 2016 election. And uh, this this is a scalable operation. Now, for I know I'm going rattling on, but I just want to set the stage here. No, please go. You're doing great. There's a there's a there's an excellent series of uh, podcasts given by a journalist, researcher, uh, politician, uh, and targeted individual out of New Zealand named Susie Dawson, and it's called "Opening the Five Eyes, Exposing the Spies," and it's a ten part series that I've got on my website, and I've transcribed it. It's so important because her insights are so deep. She was head of the internet party in New Zealand. And uh, so if anybody who believes they're targeted and whose lives are being unraveled and destroyed and they're about to commit suicide, I recommend, you know, education is the best uh, antidote at first, the best uh, countermeasure, so to speak. And then the next thing I would recommend if they want more information, uh, I have put together a five and a half hour a series called Lifeline Essential Insights and Healing Music for Illegally Targeted Citizens. It's on my music website, ericcarlstrom.com. It's called The Lifeline Project. 
and uh, that's for sale on my music website. Uh, it's a matter of life and death for targets, and it soon will be a matter, I think, William, of life and death for the entire American populace, because what's happening now, as you, I'm sure, know, is that, uh, uh, you know, after the quote-unquote riot insurrection on January 6th, which was another staged event. I'm sure Ashley Babbitt is alive and well. I've seen footage that shows that it was all staged. Uh, this is what they do. This is what the psychological operations groups out of the military does. And she was former intelligence in the Air Force. So I am positive, proof positive, this was all a setup. This was a way to take the momentum of, you know, a decent, uh, protest with, you know, heartfelt law-abiding American citizens and turn it into, you know, as uh, Chuck Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer says, you know, worse than Pearl Harbor, total fabrication. So the lies are just get, getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So what's going to happen now, as you know, uh, they are, you know, making all kinds of noises that uh, the new terrorist profile is Trump supporters, white supremacists, so now they're going to have to go through the DHS FBI Fusion Center and be classified as terrorists, like we targets have been. See, this is the whole terrorism scam, which came from the 9-11 false flag, uh, which, of course, is also run by the government, uh, in order to, to justify all these foreign wars, the war on terror abroad, and then the radically ramped up police state at home. And then COVID right. comes along, and then it's just... COVID is just reinvigorating this whole thing because people were getting a little bit bored and, and uh, they, they weren't afraid enough of terrorists anymore because your chance of being killed by a terrorist is about the same as, you know, being killed by your TV set, one in 20 million. <laughs> in other words, you won't be killed by a terrorist. This killed by an terrorist. actual terrorist, right? Not yeah, a, you not a government run no. terrorist. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, the terrorists in the FBI, the CIA, the DHS, and the special operations forces and the military and their private investigator partners. Another book that I think is very important to read is this book by uh, Arkin, Priest and Arkin, Top Secret America, The Rise of the New American Security State. I think it came out in 2014, but there's, and, and as of 2014, over 2,000 private uh, intelligence agencies and private uh, security agencies that they, contract. They did, I, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but they did like a study on how big the intelligence agencies just in the United States were. They're enormous. Like they yes. have all kinds of time and power. And those fusion centers were instrumental in solidifying the power of the Bush administration after 9-11. What, it's really interesting connection. Yeah. So yes. there was. Yeah. So. Well, we're in serious trouble. We we've had a communist revolution now. It's a totalitarian society now, and of course, California is supposed to open up on Jan June fifteenth. But I noticed when a news article that they have a they have a tier system, colored tier system, uh, for the different counties depending on how uh, you know bad the COVID is supposed to be. Uh, it's just like the 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 color system that they rolled out after the war on terror, you know, extreme right. and wild. Good point. All right. of all of that is just nonsense. Conditioning, and yes, so the conditioning. American conditioning. Yeah, we're, we we are, you know, with the the masks, we're conditioning. We're conditioned with the social social isolation, with the lockdowns. This is all just. Uh, you know, baby steps towards complete martial law and complete totalitarian takeover. So if the American people don't wake up and push back, I fully expect that they will uh, they will go the limit 
I think that the, you know, the, <laughs> the international bankers, uh, backed by the intelligence and militaries of the world, uh, which Susie Dawson calls the NSA Global Spy Network, you know, all the Five Eyes countries, over 100 with these agreements with NSA and, and G, uh, GCHQ and Britain and, and uh, Unit 8200 in Israel. It's all one thing. And uh, except for those are at the top of the tiers. And then the others become more progressively vassal states to them. So we've already got this one world government really in place with, with that, those three in power, uh, Israel, the United States and, and, and Britain, uh, if de facto. And uh, and all these other countries, even the Five Eyes countries like New Zealand, they're vassal states. They and of course America itself is becoming a vassal state to this system. And and, and the American citizens, yeah, the American citizens, you know, this is extrajudicial. We targets lose all our civil liberties, just like the rest of you are going to lose all your civil liberties if we don't push back. Well, maybe what we can talk about is that what was Susie Dawson targeted? How did she become a targeted individual, and what her what is her example of gang stalking? And then we can talk about yours individually, and then how that played out. Just for the listeners, so they know the mechanics or the what is happening to them by these uh, nefarious individuals. Yeah, well, that's a good good way to go, uh, Susie Dawson. You know, I just discovered her a couple months ago and then I and I transcribed all of her videos a brilliant uh, young lady I guess she's in her 30s young mother single mother now living in Moscow because she her life was really in danger in New Zealand so she had to ask for asylum there uh, but she was a political activist she was with the Occupy Auckland and she was with the Stop TPP the Trans-Pacific Partnership and she was a particularly effective political organizer and she was also the head of this internet party. So she's very savvy with social media, unlike me. I'm not savvy at all. With, I'm not on any of that stuff. But she's totally with it. And she became progressively targeted. And she figured out uh, how the system works. Uh, she realized that there was a particular, there were five agencies in New Zealand that were specifically targeting her. And they were made up, uh, they're private agencies, like I think it's uh, Towns and Clark or something like that, made of ex-cops. Right, so they're like quality intel. It's like they're from the intelligence, almost like Black Cube or some of these other ones where they're friends, they have the experience, but they're supposedly independent, which gives them much more leeway, sorry. Yes, exactly. Just like Black Cube, which is, of course, uh, out of Israel. And uh, But she found out, and through her research and her contacts, very smart woman, that... uh, that's a, a company like Towns and Clark or something, something like that, uh, would, would actually bill the New Zealand government for their services. Wow. So this is what we're talking about is the, the radical expansion and privatization of the spy industry all over the world. And, uh, and there's a lot of money being exchanged in this. And it's a growth industry. So they need more targets. Right. That means they, they need to destroy more people's lives. And... Uh, And in her interviews, uh, Susie uh, talks with a psychologist and they go through a document that came out of 2011 by JTRIG, which stands for Joint Threat uh, Response Intelligence Group, which is a sub kind of a subgroup of GCHQ, which is uh, Government Communications Headquarters, which is Britain's NSA. And uh, they 
have a document or a manual which which trains cyber stalkers in uh, you know how they're going to operate uh, to destroy the lives of of online people like Susie and me um, using the five D's from the GCHQ, which are uh, uh, deceive, uh, deny, disrupt, degrade, and destroy. Okay, that's their motto. And, and that's exactly what they do. They're very clever. And of course, they work hand in hand with the human and the SIGINT personnel. Human stands for human intelligence. Those are spies on the ground. And the signals intelligence, the SIGINT is, is NSA and their partners. And they track these targets everywhere. And they actually have signals that go to the brains of the targets. They know this, the, uh, the brain signature of the targets. And uh, many of these targets will then actually start to hear the voice to skull, microwave, synthetic telepathy, and uh, get these horrible, horrible messages from God knows where, uh, again, d- designed for the five Ds, to degrade, deny, destroy, disrupt, etc., deceive. And, uh, and then they will be led along until hopefully they become completely enslaved. The idea is to turn them into a cyborg slave. To somebody like, who like no neutralize longer, them, right? Like neut- to neutralize, neutralize them, turn them into basket cases, right? Well, first so how, how basket case? Right. Yeah. I mean, how did you? How how did your gang targeted individual gang stalking? How? Why do you think that you were targeted? You know, I'm not positive, but I can tell you that after I retired from Cal State University in 2011, I moved back to Crestone, Colorado. It's a small mountain town in Colorado in the southern part. Beautiful area with beautiful high mountains, which is a small town of 1500, which has really the United Nations of uh, spiritual groups. uh, Maurice Strong, very high in the United Nations environmental movement, the, the guy who headed up Agenda 21 and the Rio Earth Summit and the Rio Plus 20 and all that stuff. Friends of the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. Major player. Uh, this was really his his doing, this this particular town. This was kind of the town that backed up the Rio Earth Summit with all these uh, uh, NGOs and spiritual groups, and you know, Dalai Lama and Sting. So we have all these religions there, the United Nations of Religions, which I thought was really cool because it was very international. But then I started peeling back what was going on and realized that there was a much darker agenda. In fact, Agenda 21, that's underlying the whole thing. And I started writing a series in 2011 called uh, Is Crestone Baca the Vatican City of the New World Order? An expose of the New World Religion. And that series is on my 911nwo.com website under... uh, occult or world new world religion question mark and it's now i got it got uh, 12 chapters with something like a thousand pages and 90 appendices <laughs> well you know in doing that of course i was i was kind of excavating the the dark side of crestone baca and the un which of course all of this COVID stuff for the world health organization all this climate change garbage is all coming really from the UN. So we're dealing with a whole series of lies to push us into this, you know, Agenda 21, Agenda 2031 world government and the worship of Satan. It is the new world religion is satanic. Uh, so this is what I found out. The new the new age religion is, is uh, you know, really a, 
an invention of the elite uh, to try to, you know, to, to usher us into this Luciferian, Luciferic uh, Antichrist kingdom, which is what they've been pointing to for a long time. Right. So that's where it started for you then? Somebody well, was, was exposing that. It was, yes, it was two years after I started that paper, that series of articles. In fact, the, the year before, and, and I'm told by people like Susie Dawson, it's really important to know what you were doing when you were targeted. And I had just finished chapter four on the controllers, chapter five on how they control, and chapter six on mind control, history, and applications, which is like a 60 or 70 or 80 page summary of about 50 books that I read on the topic of MKUltra and Tavistock Institute and the mind control that British and American and Soviet and various other uh, nations have, have been doing uh, under the table, top secret. And right. it's very dark, it's very satanic, and those techniques are being rolled out on more and more people now. I'm convinced there's a lot of people that are under mind control now um, with these extremely low frequencies from harp and elsewhere, you know, and that this, they know how to change people's moods. They know how to give subliminal suggestions. It's a subject that's very dark, but it's important to know what's going on because this is their secret weapon. This and the gang stalking, the, the mind control and the gang stalking, quote unquote gang stalking, the man hunting business, it's also called, uh, this, they target politicians. And of I course, Jeffrey it. Epstein. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein and those guys will, will of course, uh, um, you know, bribe and, and compromise the politicians and get them in their back pocket. But but they can also um, terrorize them with this gang stalking set of tools. Um, again, it's a it's a it's a growth industry. It's a for profit growth industry. Susie Dawson would say that Jamal Khashoggi was a target and probably a target of the Saudi Arabian government. So any government can, or any rich person can, can buy into the system because it's more or less privatized now. And these militarized technologies are out there. She would also say that uh, Soleimani, uh, the, the intelligence uh, top guy from Iran was, was, she would also say that this basic system, NSA Global Spy Network, which targets individuals like her and myself and, and um, the, the WikiLeaks guy, Julian Assange. Oh, for uh, sure, no doubt. For sure, yeah, it's definitely targeting. Um, that this very system is the same system with SIGINT on the, 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 the uh, signals intelligence with NSA and the human with the human intelligence on the ground, spies with CIA and their cutouts. Uh, this is the system that figures out where to drop the bombs in Syria and other places in the world. So they can scale it up to wars it can scale it down to destroying a person. So this, I think, is why that it has been so difficult for targeted individuals back through history. And it's been going on for 40 or 50 years in America alone, um, maybe 60. And I can give you the history of that, too, because it's all on my website. But um, it, it's so no no successful lawsuit has been brought been because uh, the, the lawyers and the judges, uh, you know, they're not going to buck the, in, the military industrial complex. There's too much money and power here. Oh yeah, uh, they're they're beyond getting all that stuff subpoenaed or anything like that. I mean, I, I don't think that would even be possible to to get those things out. When you when you were gangstock, did they let you know that it was happening? Was this something obvious to you, or did they really try to keep you unknowing of it? Because I think that some people that I've read 
like the Intel people really want you to know they're harassing you to freak you out, you know, close the door, see you open the door for you, go to the dog park, do these kind of things, you know, to destabilize you. What was your experience like? Well, yes, lies, spies, setups, and psyops. And uh, at first, it's like shock and awe because you don't have any idea what's happening. You know, all of a sudden, people are scowling and flipping you off and, and doing these strange things. And, and people who were your friends are all of a sudden acting like, you know, they hate your guts because somebody else, you know, some, some, you know, some interloper perpetrator or perp or handler has come into the community and told people that you're a pedophile or you're a you're a you know prostitute or you're dealing drugs or whatever they 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 systematically destroy your your reputation, reputation in the community right. after they, yeah after they have systematically gained as much information about you as they can over a period of years um but well, yeah, what's so scary is we all have dossiers in the united states every person has a dossier whether somebody can uh, access that or not but the intense psychological understanding of somebody knowing all that stuff about a person is more than disturbing of having one psychiatrist have that notion because it's an Intel agent who, you know, has the capacity to do all kinds of stuff through the internet and through other individuals. So it's a pretty scary area era without having really any oversight. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Please continue. Absolutely. No, please. Uh, your insights are great. Um, yeah, like like I say, the shock and awe in the first couple of years, many people succumb and you know they just their lives are going totally terrible, and they some take their own lives, uh, some get through that, and then they start to see the, these patterns emerge, and they start to see that oh yeah, people want us to know that we're being stalked and harassed, and they do it very visibly, and it's kind of a, a contempt, it's kind of a malice. And from what I understand, these vigilante groups, these neighborhood watch groups and these citizens on patrol groups who contract with these these handlers who are, you know, private security agencies and whatnot, InfraGuard and whatnot, they, they are paid in Bitcoin and gift cards and things like this. And this becomes a big part of their lives and they actually make a living doing this. So I think that, you know, as the economy shuts down. Um, what, what has kept the American economy afloat? Well, all of the, you know, machinations of the bankers, you know, because they're very good at, you know, playing these games. But I think that this has been a huge growth industry for the last 10 years. And more and more citizens are, are having an off the books kind of living now, uh, becoming, well, they're really becoming human devils. Because if you look at what they're doing, is it's a death of a thousand cuts. What they're doing right. is trying to destroy uh, the, the target and, you know, completely unravel their personality and their life, destroy the life of the target. And then pretty soon the target sitting there, Hey, I don't have a life anymore. Who am I? How do I function? You know? And that is the goal of the program is to, to murder the life of the target and then see how long the, the target might survive. Right. What was that German word you used at the beginning? Zersetzung or something? What was it? Yeah. Zersetzung. Zersetzung. Yeah, because so they had that when I was reading this article about the book I was telling you about the gray men, they mentioned that same word. Like they knew what they were doing. They had, I think the guy's name was Marcus Wolf, who was the yes. head of the Stasi for like decades. And he had an iron grip on everybody. Every fourth person was an informant, but they, the public doesn't know the games that the puppet master can play on top. And that's, what's even more scary. If you have a really irresponsible, um, Intel agency or anything or, or government, 
you're in trouble, especially if people want to have a one world order or something like that. And then people, then you get atomized because people think you're crazy and it just goes, it gets even worse and worse. Well, isolation, yes, is a big part. It's a torture technique and that's what they do. They force people into isolation through fear. Um, but yeah, Marcus Wolf, you brought up, he's, he was the you know head of the Stasi. He was brought over to uh, help train the new DHS uh, and form the new Department of Homeland Security That's right around. Right. Yeah, I remember right around. that he was brought over, wasn't he? That's right. And not only that, but the guy, the guy who very recently has been the head of the DHS just happens to have the same last name. <laughs> wow, that's right. So it could well be his son, you know. Oh, and gosh. and so we're dealing and with it's an, an industry. Elite. Yes, it's an and, industry, and. The, and you know who who funnels the the recommendations for who the terrorists are? Well, it can come from all sectors. You know, people are encouraged to to you know see something, say something, report this to your cop, your fusion center, whatever your neighborhood watch, and then this all goes up through this enormous intelligence chain. You know, to the NSA where it gets stored in Bluffdale, Utah. You know, in a million square foot area, so they've got the goods on everybody. And uh, um, uh, but no, it's incredible. Yeah, recently you're lucky. Some, yeah, I was just going to say you're lucky if you're only gangstock because some of those I think some of those quasi governmental agencies uh, do some very dirty work, not just gangstocking. That's my opinion, but uh, I think so. Too. Really it's dangerous. Scalable, yeah, it's a scalable thing. You know, they can they can take you out like they did Soleimani. They can put you in the different programs. You know, many of us I think are human trafficked into uh, non consensual biomedical experimentation. And I believe it has to do with mapping human consciousness, uh, the Human Brain Project out of Europe, uh, 2013, and the Obama Brain Initiative, which was supposed to supply data for the Human Brain Project in Europe. They work together. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of us uh, are EEG uh, and fMRI data, which they can gather from us remotely, is traded on a kind of a stock exchange, which goes to different medical institutions and universities. And uh, people are making money on it. Now, somebody wrote me a letter, one of the TIs, and, or somebody wrote me comments. I get very interesting comments. And she said, uh, she said she's, you know, ex, her ex-spouse was the grandson of a you know, Supreme Court justice, and her, her, his father was also a, a very high justice, and that the congressmen were also involved in trading on these uh, uh, stock exchanges in terms of this, in terms of this biomedical data. I think the super rich want to live forever, William, and they want to discover, they want to digitize human consciousness and they want to hook up everybody's brain to artificial intelligence and the Pentagon cloud. And this is how it relates back to the vaccine because the vaccine then would put the artificial stuff in us that, that would, you know, like a, be a, a kind of a, a self-assembling chip, which then could be accessed remotely with these frequencies. And then uh, this could, we could become uh, cyborgs, which is a, a merger well, are, and a machine. They already yeah. have that. I mean, Elon Musk already has that brain to active chip. It's just a matter of people take it. I mean, cyborgs, even That's Google right. Glass was pretty close to a cyborg when you could take it off or even the... Well, look at Zuckerberg and Oculus Rift. I mean, geez, I don't know why anybody would want to put that on their head, but that's a da- these are dangerous precedents. But uh, how many? Absolutely. T- how many tar- yeah. Absolutely. How many tar- I mean, just 
you think you, you, you know, many targets have these implants in them. You know, I've, I've had targets come to me and say they've been implanted 40 years ago and have been hit with microwaves ever since and tortured with them. But these implants that Elon Musk is talking about have been studied, you know, for the last 70 years by the U.S. government, by the CIA, MKUltra and other programs in concert with the military and the military, the medical and uh, university establishment. And uh, going back to Dr. Norbert Wiener in 1955 at MIT, who, who invented the autocorrelator, which could communicate remotely, uh, electronically, and read the EEG patterns, electroencephalogram patterns, uh, on 12 channels uh, from, from people, and then come and spit out a, a, uh, a piece of paper which, which shows the EEGs, and he was able to decode how you read an e and interpret an EEG. And so this has been going on since 1955. What was the guy's name? What was the guy's name who put the chip in the in the cow's brain and got it to stop? And uh, I mean, yeah. you've been doing these these kind of internal brains, the ones that have been published publicized, I should say. Absolutely. These are, I mean, we're fifty years beyond that, so God only knows what's happening in some of these secret uh, labs and things like that. I don't. I mean, it's well, really terrifying to think. It is terrifying. People need to know that you know you talked about brain computer interface, brain-to-brain -brain interface. The military has poured an enormous amount of black budget money into this. I, I would say the gang stalking program is the largest black op and black budget op in human history. And it does have to do with military building supermen, uh, super soldiers, etc., and developing these technologies by using us, the TIs, as guinea pigs. So they at some point would have had to say, okay, this person is a pain in the butt. We don't like him. He's a political enemy or her because most of the targets are females. Um, Interesting. It, could, it could be random. Uh, it could be you, you represent a specific demographic that they, you know, that the Pentagon wants to study. You know, how can we work with this? And I've got these guys, uh, you know, giving their lectures on my, on YouTube's on my website. You know, Dr. James Giordano is one of these modern Joseph Mengele types who, uh, you know, is a neuroscientist at Georgetown University, big MKUltra University, who is a DARPA consultant and a neuroethicist consultant okay. with the human with the Human Brain Project That's over his in Europe. Public public label, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's talking. He's a he says he's a neuroweaponologist, and wow, uh, and and he's giving these talks all over the place to military people and government people at uh, Lawrence Livermore Lab and Special Operations Forces. Dr. James Canton, the same thing with the Special Operations Forces with the Jason Group. I mean, these guys are just telling you what they're doing. Right, and people and, can't and believe it. They can't believe that it's actually happening, but they should because. I think of the research it was uh, for this uh, Operation Chaos. The guy found out that uh, what was the guy's name? Is Greenberg was the CIA doctor, and then it was uh, uh, Jolly West. They they said yeah. that they cracked the brain, but then the real challenge wasn't the cracking the brain. It was to to make sure nobody knew that they actually did it. So they had to publicly lie and said it was impossible but they knew that they could create a mind control zombie or something like that. I mean, it's really incredible, but 
A uh, cyborg. Yes, yeah. exactly. You, you've got it right on. I mean, even the name, I think Greenberg is one of the top uh, Nazi doctors um, who came over here in Operation Paperclip. But yeah, and it was Dr. Delgado, Jose Delgado. Delgado. Who did the experiment. He did the experiment with the bull. And yes, called, that was what I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah, it's electrical stimulation of the brain. He wrote a book called The Psychos... Uh, uh, something about electrical stimulation of the brain toward a psycho-civilized society. And he believed that he was really a totalitarian in his mind from Spain uh, who believed that people don't have the right to develop their own minds. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the guy who stopped the bull electronically, remotely, supposedly got into the bull ring uh, with his little uh, stimosiever gear there, there, exactly, yeah. and supposedly was able to pacify the bull with that. Uh, yeah, it might have been like theater. the thing is, Eric, is this is what 1960, so we're talking <laughs> like you know over 50 years ago, but That's yeah, right. so these guys were taking around with these very clunky electronic devices. So, we're we are really at the era of the mind control cyborg, like you said. But what's also scary is that mind control is kind of like the hand made into the occult, so it has you have to have that evil will to be willing to engage in mind control of another person. And you see, like Michael Aquino was a psychological military officer of mind war. It was beyond psychological operation that you're constantly pounding mind war on people and never let up. And uh, you throw in some psychotronics and you're we're beyond um, Orwell and Aldous Huxley. We're on something that those guys never imagined. It's beyond right. ph pharmaceuticals. It's into something different. Very much good more point. Yeah. Very good point, William. You you know your stuff. Um, yeah, add in Alistair Crowley, uh, because now we're dealing. Uh, uh, Michael Aquino, who you mentioned, he he was the founder of the Temple of Set. He was a Satanist, and he's also accused of uh, you know being a pedophile with a large number of children at at the Presidio, not Presidio, too far, yes. yeah, in, in near San Francisco. And uh, you know this is a you know about the time of. Uh, Anton LaVey and his Church of Satan in the late 60s, and uh, Ger Manson, who was also a mind control victim, who was also, uh, you know, a cult leader. Oh, victim uh, so, yeah. and a user, right? Like, I mean, he, I think he, he knew certain techniques. Yeah, he was a handler. Thanks. He, was a handler. Better work. he was a very effective handler. In fact, he just, he's a very old guy now, but he just married a gal in her 20s. He must be very good at mind control, you know. But, uh, uh, yeah, this is a very dark part of American history, and uh, yeah. it took me a whole year to write this paper, Mind Control History and Applications, which I highly recommend on my website. If people want a basic introduction to this subject, um, uh, you know, this is how the New World Order, uh, you know, will uh, control us. And now that Elon Musk has his SpaceX and his Neuralink and, you know, the low Earth orbit satellites, uh, what we're dealing with is satellites, uh, supercomputers, electromagnetic frequencies, um, and uh, right, this but is all now, tied together now. So now it's an overlapping right. network, a web, in a way that much broader and much more potent than just merely an internet connection. So that's and really is, what's yeah. yeah. And you know, people like Leo Zagami, who you may may know about, he's written him. a book. Yeah, he's written a book, and he talks about cyber Satan. I mean, AI is supposed to take over, right? And uh, this is a race to develop uh, AI and to get AI to control everything. And this guy, this clown Elon Musk, says, "Oh well, we have to we have to merge with AI," which of course means just you know, 
just send your soul right to hell. Um, so, so you're into kind of like beast system, book of revelation territory. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm persuaded that, uh, you know, Jesus Christ is the son of God and, and Satan is the adversary, you know, and that we're dealing with times that are very close to the end, end times and that it looks like it's rolling out kind of, you know, as, as the book of revelation said, and that we may be right on the cusp of the tribulation because the, uh, the phenomenal weapons that they can bring to bear. But the, the most important thing that people re- need to realize, really, is that Americans now are facing hybrid warfare, which is conducted against the, or unconventional warfare, it's asymmetrical warfare, uh, which is conducted by our own military intelligence uh, against us. Uh, the state has decided that well, there's too many of us and that we need depopulation. And the secret societies have decided that, hey, they would like immortality. And for those of us that they want to keep around, they would like to turn us into bio-robot slaves. Uh, And uh, they have the technology to do these things. And we targeted individuals. We have been the guinea pigs for a process which which I think now is about to roll out on the world with these vaccines. Because if they can change your DNA and they can use your DNA to target you and they can change your DNA and patent you, and then use these self-assembling uh, nano chips uh, to uh, quantum dot tattoos, whatever. Um, uh, this can everybody can be then uh, turned into a piece of, of uh, computer. Uh, right, it's like a literal Crowley's axiom: the slave shall serve into a real modern post-apocalyptic nightmare, like a true beyond any any dystopia ever written. Uh, can I read you this quote from Marshall McLuhan that I came across today? It is, uh, sure. he said, World War III is a guerrilla information war with no division between military and civilian p- participation. So we may be in kind of a new type of warfare, a new global warfare outside of national boundaries, but it doesn't have the obvious World War II feel. So, I mean, well, it's us a, against yeah. them. Yeah. It's a very good point. And, uh, Actually, I think it was 1956 or 59 that Samuel Huntington, who was one of these big CFR guys, wrote a paper talking about the need to to integrate civilian forces or irregular forces with military forces. And then this has been done increasingly since that paper because the CIA uses these CFR position papers as their marching orders, really. So CFR and CIA have been really running the show since they killed Kennedy. 1963, as per my and many others' research, and uh, um, it's all been towards this, you know, uh, kind of this Fabian socialist uh, gradualism, tiptoe totalitarianism. But the revolution in military affairs, RNM, really occurred back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s when they started rolling out and using these directed energy weapons and and increasingly the neuro weapons. And... uh, this is in all kinds of military documents, which are very boring to read, but tell you a lot of stuff. And right. the public doesn't a, have doesn't read them often. Sorry. Do you mind taking public, a few few questions, Doctor? I got some questions from listeners. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite books about MK Ultra Mind Control? You wrote your own. Can you mention that again, where people can find that? Yes. Yes, on my 911nwo.com website and on my gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com website, I have posted Mind Control History and Applications, which is about, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 pages long, 
which is basically reviews about 50 books. And uh, yeah, you said the you mind will, control cult, right? Yeah, it would be yes. uh, be under mind control, be under mind control and cult, and it's called mind control history and applications, and uh, that one um, uh, reviews these books. So I can give you some of these other books. Um, uh, an excellent, and they were starting to be written right about the time of the church uh, committee investigations uh, back in the seventies uh, when they when they started investigating what the CIA had been up to and all these covert ops since they're founding in 1947. The, the church committee was in 1976 and 1977. And then John Marks came out with a book called In Search of the Manchurian Candidate. Uh, he's talking about the CIA's uh, mind control projects. I don't know the subtitle, but, but basically he and a team, he was from the State Department, he and a team of a lot of researchers went through all these boxes of classified documents, which uh, CIA Director Helms thought he had destroyed back, uh, you know, uh, before the church committee, but they wound up uh, somehow in this this uh, finance room and they got a hold of him, something like, I don't know, uh, 10,000 documents or something like that. And uh, they went through them and figured out which uh, subprojects of CIA's MKUltra went to which universities and which professors and what they were doing. And... Uh, so that was an excellent one, and then and then a excellent book by uh, Walter Bowart is called uh, uh, Project Mind Control, Operation Mind Control, the CIA plot, CIA plot against America. Uh, this is a good one, um, uh, Monarch: The New Phoenix Program by Marshall Thomas, which talks about how the MK Ultra findings and their monarch, which is the militarized use of these MK Ultra mind control techniques are actually being combined with the gang stalking program. This is the psychotronics. So you can call it many names, but it, gang stalking is very, very incomplete name. Um, well, there's the, here's the intro sentence. Army intelligence officers are using classified anti-personnel weapons to target activists and people who fit a common profile. This is from 2007. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the number, let me just give you a sense of, of the, um, the the many many names you can use for this. I've I recently posted a post on my gangstalkingmindcontrolcults.com about the newly revealed uh, entire sixth branch of the military called signature reduction. That's a little bit like there's that song, uh, Sig Redux, which is the dark state's undercover sixty thousand strong spy army in civilian clothes, mostly special operations forces and human intelligence spies and cyber warriors, cyber stalkers. Um, okay, so this, on the title, I say, okay, that equals unconventional warfare, equals counterintelligence contract stalking, equals the manhunting business, equals slow kill, torture, and murder of law-abiding citizens, equals counterterrorism, equals authoritarian political war, equals comprehensive coercion, equals cyber war, stalking and torture, equals psychotronic war, psyops and directed energy and neuroweapons, equals the Havana syndrome, which we now know a little bit about. They right. use this against the diplomats in, in Cuba and in China. Equals and in Russia, I, the same thing happened in Moscow too. Oh, yeah. Using psychotronic weapons, yeah. Well, Moscow was using it against uh, against Americans at the American embassy since That's about it, yeah. about the late fifties. Uh, in fact, <laughs> during the Cold War, they were targeting our diplomats and the 
a U.S. government wanted to study the results, so they just paid them hazard pay. They didn't take them back. <laughs> and some of them, if my understanding's correct, they had long-term injuries from the psychotronic yeah. weapons, like they had ringing in their ears or deafness or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Permanent, permanent memory loss, et cetera. I call it G5 for Global Government Gang Stalking Genocide Gestapo. We can also call it the UN New World Order Policing System because I think this is what they intend to use with the new smart cities, uh, smart everything, which, you know, you can substitute the word satanic, equals traitors, thugs, criminals, cowards, bullies, spooks, weaponized psychologists, 5D, deceive, degrade, disrupt, deny, destroy, devils, and equals highest treason. You do right, this they have sort of to put like a sure coating on it, make it smart. Oh, see, if you have this, you'll be smart. And it's smart, so smart as you, right? So, but you could definitely end up getting uh, in real trouble. Um, I got another question for you. Does he know who Greenbaum actually was? As far as I remember, he was the author of Operation Mind Control. Hinted he knew who the doctor was. Do you know? Does that sound familiar? Question come. From? Oh yes, oh yes. Well, okay. So from what I understand, he was coming from the Nazis. He was a Jew. He was into the Kabbalah, and he was very good at programming in through trauma-based mind control, which means rape and torture of young children under the age of six, uh, structures with many different personalities and rooms. Envision a castle with all these different identities and all the different rooms. You know, this one's the, you know. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you know, it's a sex kitten. This one is a demon. This one is an animal. This is a, all these different identities, and you know, up to a hundred or a thousand identities would be programmed in in these in these uh, programs. And this is, again, very demonic. It's coming from the Illuminati. It's coming from the Nazis. It comes from Joseph Mengele, and is brought over to to America with Joseph Mengele and, and Greenbaum, I believe. And uh, there's uh, Corey Hammond, who was a psychologist who in the 1990s got up in front of a big group at a professional meeting and said, OK, I'm having patients from all over the world who are telling me the same story about this Dr. Green or they sometimes call him Dr. Black or Dr. White or whatever. And the same kinds of problems, the same kinds of issues when he goes deep. And it's very difficult to, to treat these people because it's so cleverly done. But it is demonic, and it is, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, the military and the CIA have weaponized this. And, uh, you know, uh, Fritz Springbier has talked about this in, in his books and estimated uh, something like over a million in America are programmed like this and over 10 million in the world. But I think it's got to be much higher. Uh, these are sleepers. These are Manchurian candidates that can be triggered remotely through hypnotism, through electronic signals. Uh, to right. to do anything to do anything. Well, interesting story. So, man, the Manchurian Candidate was a film about mind control assassin. Was done by John Frankenheimer, who was the director. Who the night that Robert Kennedy was taken to the Ambassador Hotel was John Frankenheimer drove him to the Ambassador Hotel, where he was shot by a mind controlled patsy named Sirhan Sirhan. I mean, it's incredible. This guy's. This is 1968, I think. This yes. is so long ago. So these things have happened for a while. I'm totally convinced her answer and somebody tinkered with him in a lab. And uh, it's really hard to believe, but uh, there's a couple of good books I've read. I've actually interviewed an author. I can't remember right now, but she basically said they probably had four different mind control patsies in any spot where Robert Kennedy left the Ambassador Hotel. And Sir Hansen was the guy. He couldn't remember anything from that night. He had had a very serious head injury. He was a horse jockey 
who fell off the horse on the interior side of the track and bounced his head off of that interior rail. So he had already had the susceptibility of being programmed, is my understanding. So, yeah, yes, it's hard I, for the I people to believe this. I, no, yeah, it's good to bring in this historical dimension. I think we need to see Sirhan Sirhan as a patsy, not as the shooter. Uh, he's the guy who's supposed to take the blame, like Lee Harvey Oswald was also a patsy. And and it, this book that came out, uh, Manchurian Candidate, or this movie came out in 1962, a year before Kennedy was killed. And um, Lee Harvey Oswald would also have been a patsy, and he knew it. And, of course, that's why they had to kill him. Right. And, and I'm pretty uh, sure that Manchurian Candidate, they didn't let put it out for another year. Like, it was so scandalous that I don't think it came out till. 64 or something like that. There was real problems with the post-production is my understanding. To me, that's the best thing Frank Sinatra has ever done. He was, he was the star of that movie. And I thought, wow, excellent Frank Sinatra. I I never really even liked him as a singer, but as an actor in that movie, he came across very convincing. And uh, it's It's a great movie. I think it's a fantastic, the original black and white is hands down much better than the remake. And there's actually a little, a, a cult, signature in there when they're in the bar together frank sinatra and the actor whose name i can't remember they're flipping over the cards and in the background the bartender says oh what time is it out 11 so they use the number of magic just as he's flipping the queen over it's incredible so so frankenheimer put that little that little the little element of magic in there is pretty amazing uh little reference like for me as somebody who kind of understands that numerology i was like this is incredible Anyway. I can see you. I can see William. You found my article. That's great. Very good work. Uh, yeah. That's those are some of the pictures that I've got in the mind control history and applications. You know, as an academic for thirty years, I wrote professional papers about physical geography. So what we do in academics, first thing we do when we start a project is we uh, we do a literature review. You know, we do a literature research to see what's been done. And so basically, this is just a literature review. Um, you know, with a long bibliography and pictures of some of the principals. There's Alan Dulles on the top and then Sidney Gottlieb. Uh, those were the guys who started MKUltra in 19, uh, well, it started in 53. Dulles would have signed it on. Sidney Gottlieb was the, uh, was the chemist PhD who oversaw the technical services division for MKUltra. He was uh, another Dr. Death, Dr. Joseph Mendele, and then Dr. And then Richard Helms was the next uh, CIA uh, director and the guy below that is George Estabrooks, who was uh, uh, another psychologist. We're talking about weaponized psychology here. He he uh, was a okay. Whereas Sidney Gottlieb was a Jew, uh, this guy is a high Freemason, as was Alan Dulles. These are the these are really the secret societies behind this, I believe. And uh, uh, this guy uh, George Estabrooks uh, wrote a book about hypnotism back in gosh in the forties. And he claimed, yeah, he claimed that he could uh, create a Manchurian candidate simply from hypnotism uh, during World War II. And he 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 approached the government saying, uh, hey, we need this, you know, and give me some you know contracts and we'll develop this for you guys. You know, so it's this weird. uh, There's Jolly, Jolly West. Jolly and then West. West, University UCLA, who uh, killed the ele- elephant with LSD and was into cults and all stuff. And right, and he guy, was who, he was the psychologist for Sirhan Sirhan. I mean, could you imagine yeah. nobody really ever questioning that? Like, oh, who's your psychologist? Oh, is it the mind control guy? Oh, that'll be perfect. <laughs> like, that's such an obvious plant. 
Okay. Yeah, he's also the founder of the false memory syndrome, you know, which is a huge CIA cover up, you know, the false syndrome, the false memory syndrome society or whatever. When and then the guy can, on the bottom. Yeah. When you can see past all their fronts and their covers, it's just the brazenness of where they're placing their assets is just like, God, this is so obvious. It's incredible anyway. Yeah, but these no, this, guys have operated above the law. And yeah, they need to be sure. held to account. You know, this is the cryptocracy, the rule by secrecy, the CIA and their partners. And apparently, you know, there is the satanic uh, connection. Um, you know, they really fed on each other and they, you know, they they kind of spread the myth. Hey, this is fun. We're having fun, you know. And this guy at the bottom, George uh, White, who was a colonel uh, who operated the uh, the uh, Operation Midnight Climax, where he slipped LSD into the drugs of of uh, Johns who were visiting prostitutes in San Francisco back in the 60s. He said it was fun, fun, fun. Where else gonna, you know, red-blooded American boy lie, steal, kill, cheat, and rape uh, with the blessings of the all-highest, you know? Right. And he was drinking alcohol all day and he was down the street. Jolly West, I think, was working at the Haight-Ashbury Free Clinic under an assumed name, too. So these yeah. guys are all operating in a way. And I think that was in O'Neill's book, who I interviewed as well. I highly recommend people get that book, which is Opera, uh, Operation Chaos, I think it is, is the title. Really good book. Yeah. Operation book. Chaos, uh, FBI's COINTELPRO, the Phoenix program in Vietnam, um, uh, the Zersetsang, all these things feed into what's happening now. You know, this is, this is a globalized version of all of those programs, which is more uh, deadly and more horrific than ever before. I mean, I, you know, I correspond with TIs that take their lives, you know, so um, you know, this is, it's, this is a Holocaust and, um, it's under operating under the radar because the media and the Congress aren't going to touch it. Uh, Never. so right. somehow the American people need to stand up for ourselves and say, Hey, we own this country. You know, we, we did not, we do not, uh, give you permission to kill off citizens extrajudicially, department of Homeland Security and FBI with your fusion center. We do not uh, consent to, you know, you uh, putting half of the American populace on the terrorism watch list because they voted for Trump or because they are, quote unquote, white supremacists. And by the way, the people that are feeding these lists tend to be people like from the ADL and the Southern Poverty Law Center, which, of course, are both Jewish organizations. So, you know, if you want to know who's behind all this stuff, there's a 3000 year plan to take over the world, you know, uh, by satanic uh, cults. And uh, the Masons are very highly involved and and. Jews, you know, who Jesus named as the synagogue of Satan are, are central. Um, but they have, of course, all their other, uh, you know, many headed monster there. Uh, but it's a satanic uh, cult. And so we uh, we are being uh, ushered. We've been Satanized as a society. I think going back to the 60s, I think that was a big satanic ritual. I grew up early said it was the birth of the child. He said it was the birth of his the age of Horus really was that other people called it the age of Aquarius, but he actually predicted that that would be the time where his ideas would come to fruition, which uh, in part, I definitely agree with. And Leary carried on the tradition of Crowley. So drugs, free sex, anti-Christian, you know, it goes on. Yeah. Ron Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology was, was office of Naval intelligence and a fiction writer. And, uh, you know, he was plugged into all this mind control stuff. And Jack Parsons at the uh, Jet Propulsion right. Lab. I there, think Fletcher Prudy, Fletcher Prudy, who wrote The Secret Team, said that he thought that Hubbard's entire 
World War II career was was a legend. It was an intel legend. It was fake, which I think is pretty interesting Probably. from a guy who was a military intel. Yeah. Well, I think anyway. Proudy's book is just one of the one of the ones that really is required. Proudy was the liaison officer between the military and the CIA, 1955 to 1963. He saw the CIA take over the world during that time. The CIA in in with the military, and then he was sent to Australia for the assassination of Kennedy. So they knew he right, was on Kennedy's right. side. And, I think that's and, in yeah. Oliver Stone's book too. Is like they sent him off to Australia. Australia uh, yeah. Yeah, Antarctica or something. <laughs> and he wrote yeah. that book, The Secret Team, the CIA and its allies in control of the United States and the world back in 1973. It was selling well, and then the CIA decided they didn't like it. They scooped up every copy in the world and confiscated them, and they disappeared them. That's how powerful powerful they were. And now it's being reprinted again. So Right. So, I mean, the interesting thing is how many how many countries did we overthrow in the 50s? And then we finally overthrew our own country in 1963 by our own. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've had conversations. Yeah, I don't want to get, but yeah, it's bad. What they You've pull got out. it. You've anyway. got it. You've got anyway, it. Anyway, you know what? It's great talking to you. I could probably riff off all this stuff for another hour. I unfortunately have to wrap it up. Is there anything you would like to leave? Where are the websites? Where can people find contact information, social media, if they want to reach out and, and uh, talk with you? Well, I'm not on social media. Um, I do get comments on my websites, and I sometimes go through them. Right now, I'm going through them and kind of putting them up on a different post, and, and sometimes I answer those. I just want to throw out another book uh, that's been very helpful to me. This is by Dr. Ronnie Kilda, who was the uh, chief medical officer of Northern Finland. Uh, it's called Bra Bright Light on Black Shadows. She was tortured for 30 years with this program because she was kind of a whistleblower. Her, her husband was in the UN, a uh, uh, representative of Norway. She's from Finland. And uh, she was murdered by this program. Now, there's very, very good people being murdered. I want you to keep this in mind, people. Uh, this is not fun and games. I'm not, you know, this is not uh, entertainment. Bright Light on Black Shadows is the worst edited book I've ever seen in my life. And this is not uncharacteristic of these kinds of books. It was published posthumously. And for whatever reason, um, the editor who doesn't, uh, this is, English was her fifth language, and the editor is from Poland, so it's not her first language, he's from Canada. But then it's it's horribly edited, but there's so much good information in here that I've no got publishers, many posts. Publishers don't take books like that. That's one of the problems, is there are very few yeah. publishers. Right, and this guy from Poland published it. And uh, so you can buy it from him, and he's in Canada. But again, it's a horrible uh the organization is hideous, but she's a brilliant woman, and she understood the problem. She even gave talks on mind control at military conferences back in 2000. She understood how it worked, and she called it uh, cybernetics and uh, biotelemetry and uh, human um, uh, long, long words she used. You know, for for what it's what's going on is is it's com it's computer. Uh, communication with the human brain through remote signals. And this is what the NSA has been doing since World War II with their signals intelligence. And most people don't know that. And supercomputers are involved. And also your Gwen Towers and your local uh, towers and portable towers and your agents on the ground who include the gang-stalking goons uh, who are hired as thugs to intimidate and, and to do these psi acts or psychological attacks 
on the individual target while their minds are being studied uh, by nearby Department of, uh, or DIA and CIA psychologists who are making big money studying you and studying you 24 seven. They've got, uh, they've got teams of these of DIA, CIA psychologists. This is on your dollar, American citizen. Right. And if we don't stop this, you know, we deserve what we get because we targeted individuals have been trying to tell you, for, of course, they're very good at burying us you know, and killing us right. off. But but the information is out there. I have studied some of the best and the brightest of the targeted individuals. It's on my website. Uh, we have to turn this around. This is the one ring to bind them all. This is the secret weapon of the cryptocracy of Satan, if you will, of, you know, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and, and uh, Elon Musk and Bill Gates and all these guys are moving towards a, a psycho-civilized world of bio-robot slaves. And yes, I no personally, doubt. I believe that humanity, you know, is the best and the brightest of God's creation and that the human mind and the soul are sacrosanct and uh, that no one has the right to, to interfere with that. And what they're doing are crimes against humanity. And they are punishable by death. This is high treason. Uh, you know, it's it's a code 18, 2381 or whatever says doing this kind of thing is treason. So if we were to have a Nuremberg II, we would have to put, you know, not only the president and his administration, but the previous presidents and their administrations. We'd have to, you know, we'd have to do to them what we did to the Nazis, because this has gone on under the radar for the last uh, 50 years, 60 years. Kennedy stood up to him. Look what happened to him. And uh, but this has been going on since the 60s. And I've and I've yep. got testimony from people who have been chipped back in the 60s under microwave attack. Brains being studied by these ghouls, by these monsters, by these psychopaths who deserve the death penalty. I would say worse. But, you know, I'm a humane guy. I'm trying to be Christian. I'd say they deserve, you know, to be cut up and thrown in the ocean to the sharks. But but, but it's uh, even worse because we're on the cusp. We've known what's happened in the past and present, but the future, if we it doesn't stop, it's you're looking at a future that's grim beyond these dystopias and even the other historical past. You could literally have millions of people psychotronically affected by governments and just turned into zombies or willful slaves. Like and if somebody occult enough or somebody from the cryptocracy, I was trying to just say it, and the cryptocracy stays in power. So this, I would say, target individual psychotronic weapons is a way for the cryptocracy to maintain its power, really. And uh, so it's pretty dangerous. But Eric Kallstrom, thanks so much for your time. Yeah. People go check out his websites. Uh, really fascinating interview. Again, he has 911nwo.com. The one I'm looking at right now is Gang Stalking, mindcontrolcults.com. And then you have three others, too. So there's a ton of information. I was just scrolling down this one part of your mind control history, and it's like really a, a book or a novel. So people, tons of information, and uh, you can reach, find his contact information on those websites too, correct? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Uh, I get okay. emails from people, and I try to respond. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, well thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Really great interview. Really fascinating. Yeah, I appreciate you too. Is you really up on this stuff. So uh, we're working together, my friend. And. You know, pray to God and keep rowing to shore because we're up against the dark forces now with, yeah, with no. you know, and they're using people and they're using technology. And this is, I think, what Satan's biggest weapons are is his minions and these technologies. So. Agreed. All right. Have a great night. Take care. Yeah, you too, William. Take care.